Hey, this is Mikey D with another and final episode of the Stoops Anomalies. Uh, like I mentioned, these were stories I did about 15 years ago. Completely improv, just made it up as I went. Strange story of Booby Cooley and Kilregansky. And uh, trying to get the emerald and to get this this object on the rooftop where they communicate with the aliens. And it's just, it was just, again, just a flow, a free flow of thoughts. I just wanted to see what I could do uh, by just talking and telling a story. So here's the final chapter of it. And if you like this style of storytelling, let me know. And, um, you know, I could, uh, I could start a new one. All right, so here is the continuation of In Orbit Radio, Night Through the Night. And the apartment was barren and cold. And he walked toward the back into a separate room, which I assumed would be a bedroom, but there was no bed, just a circular hole in the ceiling with a dome above it and a large telescope hanging on ropes pointed upward and outward to the sky. And it didn't dawn at me at that moment, but we were not on the top floor yet. Yet, this walked on to the sky. And he said, if you watched the moon, I mean, if you really watched it, I came so close to just knocking that hat off his head. I mean, I had already explained that I, was, I wasn't was a student of the moon. I hadn't purchased astronomical texts. I hadn't gone to observatories. I hadn't had dinner with astronomers. I just wanted to get on with it. I wanted to know what his point was. I could see the moon, even at that time. Subconsciously, it was making me angry. And he said, look, look into this scope. So I caught my breath and I, uh, I peered in. And like a, like the humongous buttocks of a circus freak, the moon was staring at me. And I was in a moment, I was in awe of it. It was an amazing sight. But detailed craters and mountains. But I didn't see anything so out of the ordinary that warranted me wasting my time. And he said, look closely. Look closely at that large crater. And you'll see what I mean. And I looked and I studied it a moment. Wow. He was right. Something was taking off. Lifting up out of the crater. Illuminated bright. Like a like a meteor in reverse. And it gained speed and it accelerated and launched itself off the water surface. And before I could raise my eye I saw another and then another and then another. And and I looked at the man in the top hat with a newfound respect and I said What what is that? They look like meteors in reverse. Could that be? Is there a mirror on the scope? I realized that was really dumb. A dumb assumption. Why would time reverse itself via a mirror? I don't know. I was confused. And he, he smiled again. And he said, they come and go all the time. There's something going on on the moon. Visitors coming and going, doing God knows what. Those are real. The people below us are not. They may have been once, but they no longer are. But those visitors of the lunar surface are real. And it's my job to study them and to 
behavior of the human race. My mind was spinning. There were just so many questions racing through it. Strangely and oddly, the only one that kept bubbling to the surface was, what do you mean everyone in this building is unreal? And he smiled with his little Mona Lisa smirk and said, I never said they were unreal. I said they were not real. They were real. Just as this all was real. I'm not real. What lies above me what lies above me is not real. But what we're seeing, what I've shown you, what you will see, is real. I didn't know what to say. I looked at him and I said, Okay, uh, thank you for, for showing me this. This was interesting. I need to go up. And he said, You, you can't go up. The apartment above is, is off limits to real and unreal. I said, well, I'm not going to the apartment. I'm going to the roof. And he said, okay. And I rushed out. I felt this strange sense of urgency. And Booby was right at my heels. And we jogged up the staircase. And I noticed immediately something peculiar about the door of the top floor apartment. It was shiny, but it was also blurred, and as I got closer I realized that there was a thick, thick sheet of glass or plastic or plexiglass before the door, and thick steel beams surrounded this plexiglass with huge bolts the size of fists. with 
Mother's adorning her clothing. Of Bobby that he knew 
what it all meant. He knew how it worked. And I took the emerald from my pocket but held it in a clenched fist. I felt like Bilbo Baggins uh, trying to hand over the ring to Gandalf. I didn't want to do it, but I knew I had to. And Booby put his hand out like the master of a home, demanding the keys from a servant. And I handed him the emerald. And he smiled and turned and placed the emerald in a small slot about eye level before him. And suddenly the room filled with the brightest, the most intense green light I have ever seen. And for a moment I was blinded. I thought forever I would see the world through these green colored lenses. And when and when it cleared finally, which seemed like an hour, Booby was gone. Booby was was gone. I'm getting a bit closer to the moon now. I am. I think I I think I may end this right now. I have to ponder this. Still trying to figure out where Booby wound up. So that's it. That's the tale. Um, it, it could have gone on, I guess, uh, but uh, that was it. I had, like I said, that was done. Almost, I could think in two sessions. I, I recorded that, and um, not a lot of editing, and the recording quality was not very good. And I just used it, you know a couple pieces of music, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Uh, but I just I was really into at the time Joe Frank, which who is an amazing storyteller, radio storyteller told very surreal, very funny, dark, moody, but funny stories. So at the time, I was really listening to a lot of him, and he's definitely, uh, he definitely inspired uh, this, this story. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, g- hope you guys continue to listen to Stoops of Atlantis, obviously. That's my number one priority. And I'm also involved with another podcast with my friend Russ called Stoned Alchemy, which is uh, stories, also fictionalized stories, but also chat 
about various topics from UFOs to Hollywood to uh, psychedelics, all kinds of things. Uh, so, yeah, so you may want to check that out as well. So we'll keep the stoops of anomaly, stoops of Atlantis going. The anomalies are complete, and uh, we'll see what the future holds. Thank you for listening. Please stay in touch, and uh, if you want, I really would appreciate it if you can just rate me on the uh, on the app. The star rating is very, very important. Uh, it's very hard to get people to do this for some reason, but it's really easy. You just go, you'll see five stars. Just click as many stars as you want. But the more people that do that, the better it is for the podcast. And uh, if you want to write a review, that's even better. Thank you very much, and we will be in touch again soon. Thank you.